Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. <laughs> good morning, you guys. It is a good morning for Tori because she just proved me wrong, <laughs> and it's also a very good morning because we are starting a brand new devotional plan in the Bible app called Confessions of God's People that are stuck in the middle. And I know that a lot of us are stuck in the middle. And so I'm super excited about this one. Mm -hmm. And I just have a few little remarks and I may mention them each day we do it. Number one, it's a 14 day plan. So we may jump around. We may not do the whole thing. I just want to give you a heads up with that. Number two, it's a different style devotional than what we've done. So we encourage you guys to give us feedback over on the Mornings with the Masters podcast Instagram account. Yeah, We do believe that you'll love it. That's why we chose it. And number three there are uh, some of the, a large portion of the devotional is actually works of fiction based on facts from the Bible. And so of course there's scripture that, that goes along with each story, but basically each of the following days after today, we'll, we'll show you a story of maybe what someone from the Bible is feeling in the middle of their story. Right. And again, I'm not going to give this long of a preface for each day, but I did just want to clarify that like, this is a fiction based off of facts from the Bible. So right. I just wanted to be clear. So people aren't thinking that that's like totally the letters in red, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so as always, I'm going to read the scripture and then Tori's going to pick it with a Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Romans eight verse 28. And it says this, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. The devotional says, Each of us is somewhere in the middle of our stories. No one's story is finished yet, but I approach situations like I'm on the story's last page. Lord, things are just not happening at work the way they are supposed to. Jesus, I lost my patience again. This is how I'm going to be forever. Heavenly Father, I can't seem to get a good night's sleep. I guess I'll never know what it feels like to be rested again. When I'm stuck in the middle of a situation where I can't figure out the ending, it can feel discouraging. I want to know how it all turns out. I struggle to relate to people in the Bible because it all worked out for them. I know how their story ends. I know Job lost everything, but God had a plan to redeem him and restore his life. I know Nicodemus couldn't get past his confusion But Jesus shared with him some of the most famous passages of the Bible. I know Elizabeth battled with infertility, but in the end, she had a son named John the Baptist. When we get to the end, we forget the middle. The middle is where transformation happens. In this study, we will look at different people in the Bible who are stuck in the middle. For each devotion, we will observe these four things. One, the confession of the person in the middle of a difficult situation. Two, God's response to us. Three, questions to ponder. And four, follow-up scripture readings to see how it all turns out. Spoiler alert, they are all happy endings. That spoiler alert doesn't just apply to these individuals. Every one of our situations has a happy ending because God is writing our stories and we know the end. As you read, notice how the men and women won't use their names and their confessions because their situation becomes their whole identity. God always flips our identity from where we are to who we are. 
God always calls us by name and gives us a new identity as a child of our Heavenly Father. Your identity is not your situation. You are loved, redeemed, and called by name. You are His. Yeah, I can already tell I'm going to love this series. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a great note for us to start on because so many of us are caught in the middle between two ends, the beginning and the end, actually. And I think it's fun because I I think sometimes we read scripture and we kind of know what happens. Like if you if you know the story of Job, then you're like, okay, well, he went through all he went through all that stuff, but he got everything back and more. Right. right? And then you kind of forget the feelings that he's going through in the, moment. the confusion, yeah. the the hopelessness. And we see it again and again and again through scripture. Yeah. All these people in the Bible are are stuck in the middle of something mm-hmm. and they're, they're losing hope and they're feeling lost yeah. and they're going through hard times. Yeah. And these are people just like us wondering what's going on. Yeah. And for us, praise God, we know the ending because we have Christ inside of us. Mm-hmm. And then now we know we have eternity with him. Right. But these people were still trying to figure things out. Yeah. And I think it's going to be very, very encouraging for us to be able to empathize and sympathize with people from scripture and try to find out what God is doing in the middle of our stories, not just right. rush to the end. Yeah, that's so good. And I loved what it was saying, how there really is such a transformation that happens in the middle, in the waiting, before we know what the end result of our process is. And and I say that because in that waiting period, we have to be dependent on God. We have to lean into the Lord. We have to trust him. We have to cry out to him. And if everything was just hunky-dory rainbows our whole life, then there's not that like desperate need for our father to come through. And I think that that's why these stories in the Bible are so comforting is because you see people walking through things that we can relate to. And you're right. A lot of times when we're reading the Bible, it's like we have the bird's eye view. So like we can see the whole story. We can see the end from the beginning. Right, exactly. And it's like, well, when God looks at our life, he sees that too. You mm-hmm. can see the end from the beginning. And so I think it's funny because sometimes I'm talking to friends who are going through things and I know that this is not the end of their story. And me looking as an outsider looking in, I want to encourage them. Like it's going to get better. Like God's going to come through. But sometimes when it's our own life, it's hard to figure that out in the moment. So I'm excited to go through this too and see how we can like work through this together. Yeah, I agree. And I think another reason why I'm pretty excited is because I think more often than not, the answer that God gives us is the one that we need, not mm-hmm. always the one that we want. I, I always say that when we're focused on what God isn't doing, we're missing what he is. Yeah. And so I'm excited to try to have eyes to see. And I think yeah. that as I pray us on out, that that's a big thing for us is to make sure that we are doing our best, our darndest yeah. to align ourselves with God. Yeah, that's so good. You ready for me to pray us now? I am. Oh, Lord, we just come to you right now, Lord, just with expectancy over the next several days that we do this devotional, Lord. We pray that these fictional stories will illuminate what these people in Scripture were going through, God. We pray that it'll open up our minds, it'll open up our hearts, it'll open up our eyes and our senses to feel you and feel where you are in the middle of someone else's journey, God, so that way we can ask you what you are doing in the middle of our journey, God. 
But in the middle of that, Lord, we also ask that you will give us the eyes to see and the heart to trust you in the middle of our journey with you, Lord. We need to be able to see the things you're doing and not just focus on the things you're not doing, God. Would you help us align our will to yours? Would you help us align our sight to yours? Would you help us align everything that we have in accordance to your will, God, and your purposes, God. We want to serve you with everything that we have, God, and we don't want to treat you like this like this genie in a bottle where you're supposed to just serve our every whim and need, God. We know you love us, and we know you do good things for us, God, but it's for your purposes, not for ours, God, and we want to submit that to you, Lord. And we thank you for being a good father. We thank you that you have the pen in your hand and you haven't given it to us, Lord. Thank you for that. Your sons, let me pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Au revoir.